0: Hey, listen, how good is it to have the boys back on the box? Hello Brisbane! Yeah. Uh. The Minister for Sports says Brisbane crowds are consistently the league's biggest. North Korea launching an intermediate range missile over Brisbane's new bike high scheme. What am I going to see in Paris that I can't see now? Like, at what point is a Highgate Hill? At what point is it South Brisbane or South Bank? You
1: will find the location of where the treasure of Brisbane is hidden, mate. When
0: I arrived, they advised I needed some Forex. Hello and welcome to Unpacking Brisbane. I'm Joe DeWire, and on today's show, we are unpacking the suburb of Corinda. It occurred to me last week that we went about 25 minutes without mentioning Lightwitch at all. So just want to get it out of the way. Uh, we're doing Corinda. That's not Carindale. That's not, I think there's a Carina as well. Uh, one of those classic Brisbane suburbs like Turinga, Tagum, and. Um, Another tea-based one, Tarragindi, that just always gets confused. But I'm here, as ever, with a uh, guy who isn't doing Movember, Henry Bretts. I'm actually not. <laughs> no, but, but somewhat impressive, Mo. So that's even worse. You're just, you're just growing it. Oh, it's not a Mo. It's a...
1: It's facial a- hair, right. facial, facial hair. Because I don't know how you feel about Movember, but I think it's very... Uh, outside of the spirit of the game of November and well done to everyone who's doing it and raising mm-hmm. money for uh the sad fellas out there, uh, as, I, <laughs> as I think is the official uh, line that they're pushing this for, year. But- for,
0: all the, for all the people who's got a bad
1: case of the Mondays dragged out in the long term. Yeah, g'day fellas. Uh, Movember, just another year where we'll raise a bit of coin for the uh, for the sooks and
0: uh, we'll see how it goes. Obviously, uh, the black dog tends to get the weakest of us down, so uh, we're going to need to help him. We've all seen serious Black. He didn't
1: bite Harry's leg. Bloody Ron getting pulled in by the black dog, wasn't it? No, sorry, um, sorry. no serious cause. But I do think, uh, despite having done Movember for about five years or so, mm. I, I earnestly just have to admit that I got uh, lost track of the dates and time and I feel that I, having this facial hair, it would be wrong to shave around it yeah. and to create a Movember that yeah. I know organically was actually starred mid
0: October. It's, like, it's like if Freddie Mercury was like, I'm doing Movember. It's like, well, you just have a mo. And yeah. it just is impressive. Like, the,
1: Or it, think, even worse, if like um, Hagrid was like, I'm doing Movember. <laughs> yeah, true. And just shaved, shaved everything, everything else, else yeah. off. And everyone goes, yeah. well, that's not, that was a beard. Or in uh, the that's, spirit that's performative
0: Mo, More in the spirit of it would be for Hagrid to shave everything. I think if you're famously associated with your facial hair, your Movember play should be, I'm going clean shaven for the month. Everything. Yeah.
1: You're um. Hagrid. If it take Hagrid a while, and, and I know Manscaped aren't really involved with this show anymore, <laughs> no, but no, I, don't again, even, I don't even think even the lawnmower could get through the, the Hagrid downstairs. But I tell you this? I was listening to <laughs> another podcast.
0: Uh, well, you know, like precision, precision um,
1: 3.0. I was about to tell you something, Joey. Uh, yeah. And I know I hate, it's not, you don't want to hear how well an ex is doing. It's never nice to hear that your ex is oh, a doctor. No. Uh, but I was listening to another podcast. Apologies <laughs> the other day. They're up as a lawnmower 4.0. Oh, yeah,
0: oh, has there been such advancements in view <laughs> <pube laughs> trimming technology?
1: I don't know who didn't take annual leave at, at, uh, at Manscaped. <laughs> I'm getting more confused. It's Manscaped. It's November. I can't get yeah. my uh, manly organisations and check. Might te- attend. De- who knows what's going sh-
0: on? I keep shaving my depressed friends. I get my wires crossed. <laughs> That's why they're depressed. I keep breaking into their house and shaving them. That's it. Uh,
1: so, yeah, basically, um, I haven't ruled out jumping on board
0: Movember. I just no. honestly lost track of the dates and haven't got round to and, it yet. And, and I'd say there are, compared to five years ago, a lot more campaigns you can get involved in. Well, I was going
1: to say, like you um, did, if I don't um, grow the, a moustache, the, I'll the go in
0: 50K, didn't you? I did do the May
1: 50K. Yeah, now, yeah. that, that was for MS. That wasn't for... Uh, no, no, I health. just, I just mean, I just mean all campaigns. Well, if it's not for men's mental health, I don't know.
0: The- <laughs> <laughs> it's not really a real charity, is it? If it's not uh, yeah. helping men feel better, yeah, I'm um, sure, now- I'm sure there's some sort of egg yolk challenge I can do in December if <laughs> no, I can get around to November. Uh, I'm just going to allow our audience to peer behind the curtain for a moment. Um, mm. Can you like plug your microphone in better? <laughs> oh, sorry, man. Um, <laughs> what's wrong it's with not, it? It's not that bad. It's just hang on, talk now. Hello, hello. Yeah, that I think it,
1: that's better. Sorry, guys. Um, it could have something to do with the fact that there's a delicious meal being prepared. Mm. Uh, set, now, in, in true grand bit of a pest hotel style, it's um, being made in the kitchen, which is about 30 centimetres away.
0: Yeah, I keep seeing flecks of hot oil getting sprayed on your face. So, Hen, you do have a grand bit of a pest hotel update for us. Um, you mm. are on your way out, but before you do, I, I understand uh, you have a visitor to the hotel room. Yeah, you, have Ge- in, you have an in call. <laughs> young,
1: young Georgia is, is in Townsville at the moment. She's come north. So, you, you can yell out hello. Hi. There she goes. Look at that.
0: <laughs> you are so good at faking her voice. That is, that is wild. <laughs> You've gotten so much better at it. Yeah, no. Hello. Um Hey <laughs> You know, oh it's just Oh sorry, yeah, George is here. Hello! <laughs> yeah, yeah, just my normal my normal girlfriend's here.
1: Yeah, my girlfriend who exists is here. I'll just uh she can't come on the screen, I'll just gonna yell out what are you gonna Joe seems to be in some sort of battle with a bug.
0: No, no, no. As you would know, it's these head—it's the black stuff off these headphones.
1: Oh, that awful! Oh, it just goes everywhere. It's yeah, like dandruff shed.
0: put for fucking headphones. Now
1: yeah, I bought the um, old but, Nova headphones with me. Sorry, mate. Yeah, uh, uh, but,
0: but yeah, uh, Henry. Yeah, very exciting news for you.
1: Yeah, the grand bit of a pest hotel. My short-term stay in this hotel room is coming to an end, which is great news off the back of the fact that I just had a chicken breast that I put in the fridge too close to the little part of the fridge. You get in a hotel mini bar where the ice cubes freeze and that whole chicken has frozen. Uh, so, so you're weird. telling
0: me your next place, you're going to have an actual fridge?
1: Well, Jasmine or Rachel, who will become characters in the show, oh, yes, the two, yes, the two yes, lovely, sure. the paramedic and uh, healthcare worker that I'm moving in with. Um, Just three noble professors We could have just
0: Probably just could have said Two healthcare workers
1: Oh Well
0: It's like It's like saying I'm moving in with um, A radio host And a man who works In the radio industry (laughs) It's not like that No it is You've just said A specific job And then the industry
1: Paramedics are their own breed
0: Yeah but what is A healthcare worker Is she a nurse I don't believe so I actually believe Do you just Do you just not know Is that the thing Well I'm
1: yet to sign a lease and i don't want to go giving out too much <laughs> about these two too people. Much. Oh, but it's fine to give out a paramedic but no nah, healthcare worker well either way they seem absolutely awesome and i can't wait to move into my new place at belgian gardens
0: <laughs> yeah. i've noticed henry there's a trend in the townsville suburbs to have what i would describe as ironically fancy <laughs> names in suburbs <laughs> where i'm gathering they probably don't quite resemble a belgian garden Resembles
1: a Belgian waffle uh, in many respects.
0: Is, that's still good, though, right?
1: Hell yeah! Drizzled aren't, they, in,
0: aren't they delicious?
1: Drizzled in beautiful fruit and syrup. Mm. Um,
0: yeah, oh, no, and you're you're uh, you're moving to. No, I was about to read out your address, but um, <laughs> then I remember <laughs> Eternal Rule.
1: I mean, like. If, if someone listening to the show wants to come to Townsville to find me at my yeah. address. Also, yeah.
0: No, it's just that um, Primrose Street uh, is the name of, like, the street that ran alongside English Street in Wilston, where I grew well, up. there you go. So, There's
1: a spiritual so, connection. Well, go. either way, I'm very much looking forward to introducing the unpakistanis to yet another studio as we bounce around rentals in this great sunshine state of ours. Now, um, the only other thing is on the last podcast that we recorded yes, a week ago, we gave you a ticket update said there weren't many tickets left. And that prediction turned out to be correct for the mangroves lefties. Christmas spectacular Joey Dwyer. It's sold out.
0: Yep. Sold out yet again, Hen probably a little over 24 hours this time. Um, if you tuned in when the episode was released, I think there was probably about eight tickets left for you to buy. Um, frustratingly, when I went to bed, uh, all bar one ticket had been sold. And I just kept waking up and refreshing my phone until someone bought the last ticket at 6am. So whoever you are, thank you. But yeah, Hen, it's going to be uh, it's going to be spectacular. We've been working hard on the set. There's going to be surprises. Um, but what won't be surprising is, you know, you'll be hearing Henry spitting into your face as he screams, yeah, good, thanks. You'll be swaying to Rick's backyard. And if you haven't seen the mangroves, um, which actually we were booking some um, studio time, um, for potentially a new Mangrove song And uh, I reached out to this studio Who said um, Oh hey, yeah, yeah, the Mangrove's We've heard of you from Unpacking Brisbane um, ah. And then they go I haven't listened though I assume one or both of you from the podcast Are in the band <laughs> So to, uh, to to Dion uh, Love, love the, um, the fact that I got to show off To the rest of the bandmates Being like, yeah, yeah, they've heard us from the podcast But also, you know Welcome to give us a listen if you want.
1: I mean, I find it... I like, kind of I like it. If, you, if you are a podcast listener who hasn't listened to any of the mangroves...
0: Which I, I now think is like a not inconsiderable number of people. Um, surely which, surely know,
1: curiosity would get the better of you. But well, you um, know
0: what I really respect about it is like, you know, all our wonderful young pakistanis who listen to 45-minute hour-long episodes of Absolute Codswallop but just can't listen to mm. three minutes of... Uh, yeah. Of music and you know what? Good on you. And some people we have to say just
1: don't like music, like my grandpa, yeah. and really? that's and that's a fact. Yeah, I just, just likes, be like, just
0: likes jazz.
1: No, just like I'd be like, oh, yeah, what music do you like? And he's like, oh, I don't really like music, and he didn't like movies. He just didn't like them as a format. I think he liked Kamal Re- reading. Did I he read? Have, I don't even know if he read. He watched a lot of cricket, which is cool.
0: ass. oh yeah yeah, I think um, I was listening to an interview where might've been like Will Anderson or someone who was just like my dad's one thing was sport. And mm-hmm. it's like, there's a, there's a lot, I think it's a dying breed now, but I think there was a lot of people who just like, not that into arts, even like popular music or popular movies. It's just like, I like sport and I like my family and, and that's all I need. Well, oh, that's good. And, <laughs> and that's me. I like my
1: family, and I like my family. My I f- tolerate them. My family seem all right. Uh, yeah, but because but yeah, obviously, sold out. Can't wait. See. You and all we day. should. And we should mention it's sold out. But keep an eye on things. Keep an eye on. It. D- don't leave the event if you didn't get a ticket. Mm. Um, you know, don't put us on your blacklist because who knows what's going to happen? Everyone's, uh, well,
0: yeah, the, the once we the
1: show's 80% double vaccination, which well, is the
0: shows on, um, yeah. the 19th December and, and 17th December is that date where, um, the unvaccinated are all torn into a gulag, um, and <laughs> oppressed forever, <laughs> um, um, by which I mean they can't go to like. A gig. Um, I will say that actually if you have um, tickets you will need to be double vaccinated to get into our show. Yeah, if you're, um, not, if you're not double vaccinated. So get can, on that. Um, it's probably the first time we've ever said anything pro-vax. Not that we're anti-vaxxers, just not really. Yeah, well, um, oh no, when we got vaccinated we were super like, get around it. Um, but I but guess. There's a strong chance that uh, capacity may increase. Now I don't know how they fit more people in lefties because there were, you know, the amount of people that were there last time, I already felt like, you know, crawling, crawling off the walls. And that was about 280. Yeah. So, um, But it could, it could get up to about 350, so stay tuned. Um, but outside of that, Hen, oh, we actually, got any more housekeeping? Nah, oh, let's, let's get in. Let's get in. Let's get in. Let's, let's crawl Honestly, let's, let's, let's stop fucking around. Mm.
1: We're, we're, we're All right.
0: Corinda. It's in the Western suburbs. It's, now I, near, Wic- uh, it's near Sherwood. And uh, have you already seen the population?
1: I haven't, but uh, I, I haven't got a clue on this one. And I know that's yeah. not ever indicative of how correct I'm going to be, even when I feel I have a clue. But yeah. right, truly in the dark. 4,500? Um, oh, it's
0: 5,064. 5, okay. I Correctly guessed that it's small. And, and you know what? That's one of the few populations that I've seen and been like, that makes perfect sense to me. It is not a big suburb, but it's not like no one lives in Corinda.
1: No, it isn't one of those uh, Mount Cuthers where...
0: No, famously.
1: ...where no one lives there. Um, All right, mate, let's dive in. The suburb takes its name from the Corinda Railway Station, which in turn was likely named after a local cattle station owned by Sir Arthur Palmer when he named... um, which he named after his Corinda Pastoral Station near Aramac. few things I like here, Joe Dwight. Yeah. Um, firstly, likely named. I like that the Wikipedia <laughs> owns that it is,
0: you know, a, a guide. Yeah, not as, as modern history teachers would tell you, it is not to be used as a secondary source.
1: Miss Lightbody of Year 10 terrorist history would be loving that sentence from the Wikipedia, mm-hmm. really just saying, hey, I don't know, whatever. Likely. <laughs> it's likely.
0: It's hard to properly know.
1: And the other thing that I like, I mean, owned by Sir Arthur Palmer because his wife, Mrs. Palmer, lovely woman, and she had five children, I think it was. I think she had five kids, Mrs. Palmer and her five kids. Hello, it's a wank joke.
0: How you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Mate, I (laughs) I would not have got that. Um, Well, I'm glad you've you've shared what you've liked about that, Henry. While you eat, I'll um, I'll briefly share what I like about it. Um, I really like the roundabout bullshit way in which it's obtained its name. First going from, I'm going to name my pastoral station this, then someone going, well, let's call a train station after his pastoral station. Hmm. Then someone going, well, let's call the suburb after the train station. It's not the first time we've seen, uh, if I recall correctly, I think Nunda. The suburb used to be called German station, not for the train station. And then, of course, they wanted to put in a train station and it was going to be called German station station. And I, then I think they were like, well, we should call it something different. That sounds ridiculous. Um, but I, you know, I, like, I like the laziness of Corinda where they're just like, um, what's that local train station? Got? Yeah, it sounds good. That'll do. And I, what's they've, they've said near
1: Aramac, And I don't know what Aramak is, but it sounds like some sort of... Um, well, Arama- Aramaic afterlife.
0: is, um, I believe, the language that the Bible was originally written in. I think Aramaic is what the ancient Hebrews wrote in. Also,
1: precedes Arabic.
0: Could do, could do. Hard to say. Hard to say if either of us know n- enough about this.
1: Hard to say without potentially wandering into some sort of war. <laughs> dangerous territory.
0: Yeah, into a geopolitical disaster. Uh, back to the safe ground of unpacking a suburb during the 1890s. Corinda's social infrastructure took shape. I'll just say that is the most gooby way to talk about something like, <laughs> how was your weekend? Well, my social infrastructure took shape on Friday night with four beers and a pizza with mates.
1: Yeah, I went out on a little bit of a pub crawl around Townsville this week and met a couple of journals. I'm starting to feel my social infrastructure mm. is. Joe
0: Biden's to social infrastructure spending plan is. <laughs> it's uh, so cool. His social infrastructure <laughs> bill is past the house. He's just shouting people beer so they hang out with him. I'm mean, going to invest in, listen up, Jack. Got,
1: we're going to do the biggest investment since World War II into uh, buying ketamine for the fellas at ons. <laughs> I don't do it myself, but I think, Jack, that you got, we've got to bring them together. We've got to bring them together.
0: So I true. But no, speaking of not much inter- of a Biden, I have to No, admit. no, no. I don't think anyone has a good one. Uh, during the 1890s, Corinda's social infrastructure took shape with cricket and tennis clubs, and a school of arts setting up the long-term battle between the jocks and the nerds in Corinda. Now, I'll say this, of jock sports, cricket and tennis I'd actually rank pretty low on the list. They're not not heavyweight jock sports, particularly back in those days.
1: Can I ask you, what's more jocky, tennis or cricket? Oh, uh, cricket. I think cricket has that more jock sort of alpha Uh, male, hyper masculine Unfortunately,
0: Unfortunately, because I would say it's... Less, definitely less so now, but certainly in the 1890s, far more predominantly played by men. So you're right. You get that aggressive masculinity. So, you know, there's a lot more mixed, fun, light-hearted social tennis than there is of that with cricket. But I will say, I reckon you get more of those like raging, ultra competitive, insane dickheads in a casual tennis match than cricket. Because it's not a team
1: sport. To put it this way. You get more jocks in cricket. I think you get more jerks in tennis. Oh, couldn't agree more. Love that. Because Love you, so- you get guys like Shane Warne and Andrew Simons. Yeah, they're bullies. They'll shove you around, throw a bit of banter that probably crosses the line. Matt Wade in your ear, chirping mm. the C word. But then you don't get Layton Hewitt. Yeah. Mate, who's the, I would say the closest thing cricket has produced to a tennis player is Michael Clarke.
0: Oh, I think he was treated exactly like how we treat like the pretty boy tennis players now.
1: Mm. I think and, the, and the closest thing that tennis has had to a cricket player... Yeah, curious. Well, I was going to say Andy Murray. I okay. think he, well, he reminds me a bit of like a knockabout English. I know yeah, he's like not Joe English, Root or something. But yeah, really. like a bit of a Ben Stokes character.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I, see, I think... M- Pat Kyr- Rafter, Pat yeah, Rafter, no, Pat I could Rafter, see yeah, as yeah.
1: like an Australian cricket captain.
0: Yeah, oh, I'm. I'm with you with Pat Rafter. Yeah, yeah. Wayne Shaw definitely not. Curios, I'd, I'd just say like some iterations of Curios where he's just having a laugh and like, mate, I'm just you know playing tennis, whatever. It's not that serious. That's a bit warny
1: I was going to say Curios, but- Curios as a leg spinner.
0: Yeah. Really oh, okay, it works.
1: works. Really um, works.
0: But speaking of the School of Arts, yeah. so this Corinda School of Arts is now a municipal library. It's one of the earliest surviving buildings on this strip, small timber structure built in 1895. Now, the arts nerds via the library geeks never make the mistake of thinking they get along, Henry, and, and this is, again, a battle that's clearly been raging in Corinda. You know, at, particularly, you know, at school, but even just in the modern pantheon of life, I think the jocks often make the mistake Lumping all these geeks and nerds into into one batch, there is often an intense dislike between the library geeks, you know, the academics, the maths whiz, and like the arts nerds, the drama kids, you know, the show offs, and and I think the dislike is because it's like we're both widely unliked, but one of you has a skill set, as in the arts nerds, that will often play a little bit better. Yeah, you can't... You can't make someone you, laugh with an equation you just solved, right?
1: Yeah, I was going to say, put it this way. They didn't have, like, the girls' school and the boys' school coming together to play World of Warcraft. Yeah. I, maybe yeah. they do now. I don't know yeah. what's going on these Now, admittedly, crazy future, future,
0: future problem-solving um, walks that fine line between uh, the drama nerd and the library geek better than any uh, proud participant. I um, There was this
1: interview... On the radio, a little a couple of weeks conducted ago, conducted by you. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> All right. <laughs> and I was cha- I was interviewing this. I think he was like an eleven-year-old kid who won this science award. Oh yeah. And the interview was ticking along fine, and he was. And then I don't know what came over me, but I was like. And what is the difference between a nerd and a geek? So I just t- <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I, I think he was called the Sleek Geek. Like that was his team name. And I was like, that's, awesome. you've oh, that's, it, and, that's and, a
0: cool and, fucking and, name. And man.
1: I tried to make a point of like, geek was a bit of a mean word, but you've reappropriated it a bit like the N word. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> on, um, a bit like In, in popular like rap you music.
0: Think,
1: yeah. A bit like that in rap <laughs> music. Um, what yeah. do you think about that 11 year old? No, I, I was more just like, oh. Um, that's cool that you're going as geek, you're wearing a yeah, magic it, yeah. And then we went into the nerd geek thing. But I, I realise in, in hindsight that was probably a sharp question to put to a child.
0: Um, well, it's not necessarily sharp. It just sounds so much like you're accusing him of being at least one of them. Because what would you call yourself, a nerd or a geek? Oh, both. Um, I think you can have dumb geeks. You can't have dumb nerds. nerds? No, I, think
1: I, I think I'm more of a nerd than a geek because I was like, I would – study
0: and jack's a geek that see that's the thing yeah he's a massive because i'm not i'm not into like
1: youtube shit no i'm not like i'm not like that into like
0: sci-fi like i love you have a geek streak yeah definitely like i loved lord of the rings and stuff but but i certainly identified more with being just a just an out and out nerd like just a you know loves to study and just study um, shit like, I mean, I mean, clearly we were both jocks, but um, this is this is all hypothetical. If we were playing in this, yeah. uh, be, That's it would be such a funny question to ask a kid. I know, very funny, <laughs> it's like, hey. like, like having a blind person on and being like, now, how do you feel about the term spaz? <laughs> have you remember you reclaimed that yet? They're like, oh, what do you mean? I'm like, oh, I just want to hear about uh the difference.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I won't be asking about reclaimed words. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I won't be making. I won't be that's making. Of doing that
0: on, uh, on h- the broadcaster. Was uh, was the tap just running? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, can we cut that out? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Georgia, Georgia, can
1: you cut that shit out? <laughs> Georgia, the tap is throwing off the broadcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, righto, Corinda. In 1915, seeing a need for more Catholic schools, my favourite sentence. Roman they're like,
1: <laughs> in 1915, they're like... We need more Catholic schools. Bring in <laughs> heaps of them and don't worry about vetting the teachers that <laughs> yeah. hard. I'm sure it
0: won't go wrong. Let's just go sheer quantity over quality. No dramas. <laughs> um, but, yes, yeah, seeing a need for more Catholic schools. Um, James Dewey, uh, the Roman Catholic Archbishop of Brisbane, invited a number of orders of teaching sisters to come to Brisbane. One of those orders was the, and this is a fucking mouthful, daughters of Our Lady of the Sacred Heart. You should never have of... Twice in a name uh, They came to Brisbane and established St Joseph's Catholic Primary School Opened in Corinda uh, With 50 students The school was operated by the sisters until 93 When a lay principal was appointed Also just noticed In 1915 As World War I raged And thousands of young Australian men were massacred They were like, you know what we need Some more Catholic schools you know I reckon
1: Some of those uh there's going to be a lot of young men who aren't traumatized because they didn't get to go to the war. We need to find. We need to find another sufficient way. We need to find another avenue for psychologically torturing young men. More Catholic schools. That's a good. It's a. It's a good point. They were like, I guess the, the world needed a bit more God at that time. Yeah. Something you just said there about the name, about the of. Yeah, the daughters
0: of Our Lady. Of I always the Sacred associated Heart. that with just like. Catholic primary schools, because all of Anglican primary schools and other primary schools are generally just a St. someone's, Mm. but you just saw like the Holy Rosary family of the Christ in the sacred heart of the blessings of the Mary sisters. what I,
1: what I associated with is rise of the planet of the apes. (laughs) (laughs) I was, I I, I just remember seeing that when it came out, I was like, Oh, you couldn't have just called it like planet of the apes.
0: Let's rock or something like
1: like give it a sub that planet of the apes, Well, Ape City. Speaking of the geek
0: streak, I loved the old Planet of the Apes movies and in fact have the five DVD collection of all of them. With Charles Heston. Yeah, well, only the first one has Charles Heston. By the fifth one, the budget is like comically bad. They're just shooting it like in California. Um, But the fifth one is a equally poor name, which is Battle for the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. They fucked themselves with the first one being Planet of the Apes. Heard of a friggin' two? And a three? Or oh, Lord of the Rings handled it fine. You just do like Planet of the Apes, yeah. Battle. Now, even if really, it, on the even spot, it was I Planet of the Apes, of the...
1: no, just Planet of the Apes. Rise. Yeah, that's fine. We'll just call it Rise of the Apes. Yeah, drop the planet. We know what's going on. <laughs> you
0: know, we're we're <laughs> aware of where it's set. Who's watching the third Planet <laughs> of the Apes movie in the reboot series? Yeah. Being like, where's this Earth? Yeah. Oh,
1: that- yeah. You don't need to, yeah, you don't need to establish that a film is set on a planet, we're assuming, it's not like, they don't call it planet of the Shrek, like planet of the 101 Dalmatians, we we
0: knew they were on a planet, we didn't think they were floating around
1: in space. So true. Um, but that but, would be a cool movie if the Dalmatians <laughs> were floating. That would be great. cool. That I want to see.
0: Um, with the opening of the Coles Supermarkets in Corinda, the commercial centre has continued to develop and extend westward.
1: Not an overly interesting thing. I just put it in there <laughs> no. because I always wonder when that stuff comes in if it is just a Coles marketing officer who's jumping into the Wikipedia because like, Woolies doesn't get
0: mentioned. Ah, Yeah, so
1: true. Just interesting when brands are so specifically mentioned in yeah. there, rather than the shopping centre. But anyway, Amir uh, aside... Um, but should we instead look at the suburb experienced a landslip? This ain't no. Uh, this ain't no. Is really that less Mac.
0: than a landslide? Yeah, like I don't it's think it's. I think it's.
1: I think a slip is worse than a slide. Because if you if you slip over, you're like, whoa, hello. But if you slide down a set of stairs, that's trouble.
0: Yeah, I agree. Because if you. Took me a moment, but oh, no, I'm oh, totally with you.
1: Oh, I slipped for a second there. I think slide, yeah. it's like more distance and you're probably on your back.
0: Or oh, your if your eye oh, slid down there, that's that's never good. No. So
1: the landslide hold me down. Bloody Dixie chicks here. The 19. It was during the 1974 Brisbane flood, which I need to just say, can, like 2011 floods, can we just... Hopefully, it's the cooler flood. I'm sick of the 90- I'm sick of boomers being like, "But what about '74?" I'm like, mate, none of us were there for that. 2011, we all remember the havoc.
0: I mean, '74 was by like every measure, it was clearly worse. Like the water was up much higher.
1: Oh, the only measure but- that it's worse by is that it was, um, yeah, that it was more well, water. But, but what by I my measure, say- which is how much of uh, Channel Seven <laughs> and I did I watch? Yeah, how much? How many red frogs did I well, get from the army? It wasn't as good. <laughs>
0: What I was just going to say is, like, Brisbane was comparatively so much less developed in 1974. Like it's no more tragic, but it's like it net affected, I'm sure, less houses despite the height because it's just like there just weren't that many houses. We might have to do a special
1: episode on the 74 versus the 2011 yeah, floods yeah. another time. But regardless, in the 74 ones, um, they Yeah, there was this landslip which affected more than 20 houses, which, as you mentioned just there, Joe, at the time, in 74, is quite a few houses that's in actually Corinda, that's, I that's
0: a not inconsiderable amount of Corinda.
1: And the land, thanks to the floods, just kind of slipped a little bit. It got just slippy.
0: Got away from you. Um, the historic Francis Lookout Reserve has another small park used for the traditional local Carols by Candlelight celebrations run by various local church and school groups. Love that. I love Carols by Candlelight. I'm big on them. I don't watch them on TV. No, no, no. But participating in them I love. I'm so big on... um, Yeah, I I love those little Christmas traditions like that.
1: Well, it's part of our backstory, Joey, is back when we didn't really know each other too well, but our families were friends. Everyone would head around to the Whitemans uh, where they would put together the very funny uh, St. Quinians. Yep, newsletter. They would put a face... I don't know
0: if it's still going. (laughs)
1: If it is, I've been uninvited. Um, <laughs>
0: yeah, so if it is, it's not a uh, making its way to my inbox.
1: <laughs> I like the idea that once you stop getting invited to something, you're like, well, it's, all, it's like sad that they cancelled Splendor in 2015. <laughs> so um, I've stopped hearing about that. In, yeah, yeah. Sto- I've it, stopped it being put in groups to exist. for that. Yeah, it's yeah, like oh, well. so
0: weird that all those people from my year at school didn't have 21st. That is <laughs> so that that sucks for them. <laughs> Putin just being like.
1: Why was there no Olympics? <laughs> I was, why? why didn't we do something about it? We this? didn't want to do Olympics, mm. Um yeah. So anyway, I, I
0: you know. For me, Corinda, is just about changes to transport planning. So is there anything you could share in relation to that? In fact, there is.
1: At what? Rem- remarkably at sub-point H of the Wikipedia wig out on this rundown, which I did not think we'd get to. As a result of changes to the transport planning in July 2011, year of the better floods, there is mm. also a less frequent bus service, bus 104 to Tennyson Railway Station. I only put it in there because these little Wikipedia-isms I love Clearly someone has got a grief and has just made it part of the history of this suburb. Uh, I'm big on that. Big on taking your grievances out in an encyclopedic form. But Joe, I'll tell you what else I'm big on, mate. Yeah. Contemporary
0: Corinda. Shall we have a little look at that? You and me both, mate. Let's do it. Well, it's a city on a river and don't you ever forget it, kid. All All right. right. All right. Big, big hitter right off the back. It's, the, it's the, just the most dangerous time of the year mm. to be a young person. The St. Aidan's dance.
1: Now, St. Saint, Saint Aidan's school is yeah. in Corinda. And I just wanted to quickly give a little bit of background to St. Aidan's to briefly refer back to our favourite Wikipedia it says St. Aidan's Anglican Girls' School is a private primary and secondary school for girls near the railway line. Okay, in 2017, the school had an enrolment of 711 students with 70. Well, with 71 teachers and 76 non-teaching <laughs> staff. Now, I'm just reading this at a view, but essentially, for every student, there is um, ten. 10, 10, right? 10 10 teachers
0: did you need a moment to calculate that
1: no because i was looking at something else it's 700
0: was, oh right i, was I be was, like no <laughs> i was i was more
1: looking at the 76 which i find a bit harder yeah but it's um, that's just under 10 but that's the
0: teaching stuff isn't the ideal teaching ratio one to one to 15 i think so like in the world Aiden's is beating that i think they're doing well yeah. They, they have more teachers than they need. Well, the non teaching staff, I assume, is just all um, chaperones for the Aidans, just on a permanently employed, on a sort of retainer basis.
1: I think they're the people who walk around with a 30 centimeter ruler, yeah. just making sure no one's getting too close. Making sure no one's skin. getting that
0: close. I know Let's when, talk about it.
1: Well, Joe, do I. Neither did I. And I think we have. <laughs> are you serious? I think we've discussed this on the podcast. So, yeah. I, um, when I first entered law review in my first year of uni, the. Aiden's dad. Uh, not the Aiden's said. sorry. I was, the young- <laughs> I was the youngest in the cast. I was the only first year. And I kind of, I think a lot of my brand of humour at that time was around like, I wished I was still back at school. And I was like, oh. Yeah, what else God-. has changed? Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> and I was, so I've developed in <laughs> no to, way.
0: Listen to half this episode. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Developed in absolutely no way. Oh. Um, but I was like, oh yeah, um, like, Oh, how good was Hookies at the Aidens and stuff? And that was, and then I think it was like a few months into the review process that I revealed, hey, I actually haven't been to an Aidens dance ever. And it was met with not only surprise, but a bit of genuine venom. Like, Like how
0: dare you act as if it's like school guy when you haven't done one of the
1: fundamental school experiences? When you haven't done the fundamental. And I, yeah, so that was was met with not a good reaction. But, mate, I think it speaks to the iconic nature of the St. Adden's Dance that even without going there, it's had an impact on me. It was the Mecca of teenage crime.
0: If that crime is... Crash. If that, if that crime is... Well, at that know, age it was. Now, we
1: should point out maybe to some listeners who aren't from Brisbane. Yeah. The... Aidan's dance stood out because most schools had a dance. Most high school had a dance, but yeah. the way, the way terrace, it was Terrace had the TD. Terrace had the TD. And when Terrace held the Terrace dance, it was Terrace invites all these girls' schools to come yeah. along. Um, when All Hallows has a dance, All Hallows would invite all the boys' all schools boys to come, schools, come along yeah. and dance with the All Hallows' girls. Now, what the Aiden's dance did differently, they were the only school that threw the doors open, not only to the boys' schools, as all the other schools did for their dances, but to the girls' schools as well. So it was the only dance where you had lots of different boys' schools, lots of different girls' schools, all coagulating into one hot, sweaty, highlighter mess.
0: Because I I hate to read anything into the sexual politics of a year nine, but I feel just mathematically when, when girls' school A invites 10 boys' schools, even if each boys' school only sends, you know, I make this sound like it's the Triwizard Tournament. Anyone could go, but, like, <laughs> even if they only send 30 to 40 representatives, you still have just an overwhelming number of dudes yeah. and it just seems like y- you're kind of just hanging out with some guys, which is not bad. But um, that's and why, a, 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 and it was Aiden's, built- Aiden's was a very equitable gender distribution um, which, which had its own uh, problems or advantages depending on whether you were a parent or a uh, horny year eight student who um, sort of just starting to think about, um, you know,
1: those sorts of lips, mm, <laughs> Lips.
0: Just yeah. thinking about it, lips and hips, brother. <laughs> yeah. What I, uh, else has changed? <laughs>
1: I, th- I think from memory, I specifically was outlawed from going to the other Yeah, Because my parents, I actually, my I parents actually were think, crafty.
0: They knew. Yeah. I actually think... Um, my per- I just might have self-selected and been like, there's so no way that I get to go to this. Uh, I'm not even going to have the fight. Like, I cannot be bothered. I also was like such a nerd that I was like, this will not be fun for me.
1: Not a geek. Um, not, a geek not a geek though. You won't
0: you catch, catch me talking about Dune.
1: I, um, yeah, no, I, I never got to go to it. But I think I can't, and I'm about to launch into a story where I can't remember the most crucial detail. So bear with me. But there was an Aiden's dance where either. <laughs> <laughs> kind of and, making it up. <laughs> and, and the endings are antonyms. Either there, was a, <laughs> either there was a blackout and it was pitch black in the hall. I
0: think I remember hearing a blackout story.
1: Okay. And then there was another one where all the lights came on at once accidentally. And the rumor was like, there was condoms all over the floor, which seems ridiculous.
0: I um I think I heard the blackout story. I, I, I think, think maybe I, there was
1: a I think maybe there was a blackout at I an eight. I really and, buy that. And everyone was like freaking out.
0: I have a distinct memory, and again, this is I don't know exactly whether the story is truthful or because it's a bit hazy. But I think in year nine, because um, even on the nerd thing, the one advantage of the nerd thing is he's sort of viewed as the repository of wisdom. So I remember this bloke. Yeah. Um, when I was in year nine, one, one of the cool kids coming up to me and like talking to me in quite hushed tones because mm. he was really worried he'd gotten chlamydia at the Aydens. <laughs> and I was like, I won't repeat, but I was like, well, what did you do? And he told me and I was like, I didn't know not didn't know much about STDs, but I was like, well, you can't get it from that. So <laughs> you're fine. I just remember like, was at the tennis courts? So he was like, Joey, come over here. And just like. Put into the corner Like as if I was A fucking doctor And he's like I actually but that is the time. I actually oh, went
1: I went outside To the Corinda Wildlands And I climbed a tree And made <laughs> out With a koala He's like Oh no you might Actually No
0: I tell you Mate it's not what I was expecting But um uh, You might well have the case. You might have the um, clap
1: Yeah it's um It's full on I think did, I mean Did you ever do The thing when you I, Again having not been In a maiden's dance But <laughs> I ran around at the TD with the duct tape, me and a friend, and people hooking up, you'd just duct tape them together, run around, strap them up. Pretty fun.
0: Nah, never.
1: Mr. Ford F- was fun. walking around with a Stanley knife, just trying to cut kids out, out, of, <laughs> my, wanna, out of my wanna, gaffer tape. Just
0: trying to shank kids. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's like, well, I'm, he's like, that's why there was a blackout.
0: This <laughs> everyone leaves bloody and bruised. Um, i have got shanked. What did, George was telling me before we, what, what did you say you wore to the Aidens?
1: Oh, she's coming over. I didn't wish it.
0: Oh, well, I, didn't, I didn't. expect that.
1: It was not the instruction. <laughs> I, was, I
0: can't hear what's jo- what what Joe's saying. Um, right. It was a thing for I'm wearing your fancy pajamas.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he, he said you're wearing your pajamas. Hang on, put on the. <laughs> <laughs> Going
0: on holidays, holidays. <laughs> <laughs> Those very fancy pajamas. Break <laughs> nice the bank.
1: To, nice to see you too, Joe. Um, no, yeah. it was a it was a thing for girl groups to dress up in matching outfits.
0: That is that is so true, and I'd forgotten that.
1: Yeah. So there was a lot of as as Hen said earlier, there was a lot of tradies. Tradies, yep. was a big one. Um. But, oh, that
0: rings such a bell.
1: Yeah, because when you're on the dance floor and all the lights, like the fluoro, mm. really did a lot. But no, um. When I went... Mm,
0: really did a lot. <laughs> really uh, really <laughs> showed off all the right things in all the right places. My charade vests. <laughs>
1: sure did. But, yeah, it was like matching vans. It was me, Sammy, and Adi, and right. we, all, we all went out on a shopping trip to Indro to Supray, and right. um, we settled on matching metallic skirts, but crucially, we were all in different colours. So it was uh-huh. like all the same skirt but different, different colours, crop top, vans. Absolutely great. That's the uniform in my yeah. mind.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's inspiring. Thank you, Georgia. Um, no, that's, that's very that, true. That is such a good point. I'd forgotten about the group, the, the group outfit. I'd, um, I mean, I guess because you and I didn't go. <laughs> like, there's no real. Yeah, I, forgot, I forgot
1: about that memory that I never had. Because <laughs> uh, I, I wasn't there um, uh, No, that's Yeah, very true and I, I mean, and I applicable like lost, to all school dancers The yeah, last the girls, thing I'll
0: say uh, as well Is it just like all school dancers, but particularly Aiden's it's a shame that kids these days have such high-quality iPhone cameras because there was such a charm to, you know, people getting dressed up and ready for an hour and a half and taking photos just on the shittest iPod Touch, <laughs> second-gen camera, so blurry, but being like, oh, my gosh, what a crazy night. Months, it's the worst photo you've mirror, ever seen. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's a shame that now those moments, like I view my childhood and, you know, youthful years as kind of blurry because that's what all the pictures from them are. Mm. Like you don't get... It would be so weird getting a really good quality set of photos like we have now of like, you're right. It'd be horrible. It I think It'd be a nightmare.
1: One of the other big group costumes that your blurry photo thing made me think about is exactly that. The, yeah, the tradies... Yeah, definitely like metallic sort of stuff. Rowing zoot suits. and Yeah, another-
0: Paul, Paul Atreides. Um, yeah. Leto Atreides. Dune reference, everyone. Dune. <laughs> Very good. You know, when the girls dress up as house Atreides. You know. <laughs> 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 I mean, that's great.
1: God, look at that girl's Arrakis. Oh, yeah. Hey, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. guys. See? Oh,
0: so, so my bloody sandworm.
1: Oh um. This is a harkening back to the glory <laughs> yeah, days. Yeah,
0: good. there you go. <laughs> and and movie's emperor, not even bloody and, out and yet. And the emperor in June. His last name Carino, kind of like Carina. Ah,
1: Carina. Cool. there you go. Uh, oh. No, the uh, the other category of nerd I was going to say, um, not nerd. Sorry, the other category <laughs> of group girl costume was the nerd of like black singlet, yeah. suspenders, and like big geeky glasses. That
0: that is again just pulled. Such a memory. Um, but, yeah, speaking of St. Aidan's, more generally moving on from the dance, um, we got a message from Mary Gordon uh, who I think just gave a great summary of um, Corinda in general by saying it may be a less memorable Graceville full of St. Aidan's girls and their iced chai lattes from, I want to say Meats, but have you tried the rolls? They're bloody fantastic. I get the impression, and this is also based on a message from Imo, that Meats or Miettes – is a very, very iconic bakery in um, Corinda. And that for Sineadan's girls, the Cinnabon or Cinnarol is like the food to have. Mm. I'm very jealous. That sounds phenomenal.
1: Mary goes on too. She's got some good stuff. In. Oh, yeah. Another famous landmark, Francis Lookout. It's a little tiny mountain that has a great view of the city lookout. Super cute, except for the fact it doubles as a graveyard, giving it a pretty... Now, she said spoopy <laughs> vibe, um, and I, I assume that's the type. I... I
0: assume she goes there, gets scared, and shits herself. Does "spooky" I... mean when it's so spooky you just shit your pants?
1: Scooby-doo, spoopy island.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, I,
1: I think it's when things get so spooky that you can't control just, your bowels.
0: Just and shit yourself. Which is a big
1: admission from mary but i thank i beg you for being brave well, enough to say that, yeah, yeah. It was pretty, up. <laughs> that it had a spoopy vibe oh, i was so um, spooky and then, which apparently they also have a little bowls club where a bunch of 85 year olds taught mary and her year 10 class how to safely step onto the green and there's really not much else about the sport that was <laughs> that taught. is
0: that is so true bowls people are so obsessed with green maintenance. I've, all, I've never gone and learned anything about how to actually play bowls. <laughs> <laughs> like it's all about, that's why I love like the bowls clubs that have clearly gone. Look, our market is actually people buying alcohol, not bowls competition. Like Merthyr bowls and Barden bowls. Are like, yeah, fucking as long as you barefoot, do whatever you want. Yeah, exactly. Great right. system. But no, good on Corinna for having a good one. Thanks to Mary for letting us know. Building on that, Henry, um, IMO is a Sinadon's old girl. Ah. So um, and again, talks about Francis lookout. So clearly, it's a massive. I've never heard of Francis lookout. No, neither. It I didn't even. I thought, was, for the I thought Corinda was flat. I didn't know that it had a lookout. Yeah. Um, but apparently it's 200 metres up the hill from Sunadens. lovely view of the city and mountains and a few nice benches, except there are a bunch of graves. That's pretty spoopy to <laughs> me. Yeah, the, the spoopiness is, uh, yeah, also reminds fresh, me fresh of um, jocks. The, the great Seinfeld of moops. <laughs> moop, card says <laughs> moop. Sorry, card says spoopy. Card says <laughs> the, Spoopy, island. <laughs> But, yeah, apparently, uh, St. Aidan's is the all-girls private school that no one knows about. I don't know if that's true.
1: Yeah, I think, well, we know about it because of the dance. I the think dance. I, I was long uh, a subscriber to the theory yeah. that there was no school. It was just a front for a dance and the, <laughs> and the, the school did not actually exist. The,
0: the uniforms are pretty hideous, but better than St. Margaret's, at least. I agree yeah, with yeah, that. The Aidan's uniforms are Amber Wehrer. Uh, and this was also mentioned by uh Tao, is the sports ground of St. Aiden's. but apparently after hours some people drive their cars down to Amberwera and get a bit frisky. So I feel like if you combine the Aidens dance, the Francis Lookout and Amberware, and you know, not to not to blur into a different segment in this show, but clearly there are there are places to shag in uh, mm.
1: These in, are going to become in very... The, in the
0: spoopiest oh. suburb
1: in Brisbane. If you, can, if you can resist pooing your pants for 10 <laughs> minutes at this lookout, it sounds like an absolutely great place to go and get spoopy.
0: Um, one last oh, thing that you yeah, know, sorry, I said, you I think you might have picked up on it too. Yeah.
1: Well, about the burgers. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Just a, a great pickup. Remember that the lot on the corner of Donaldson Street and Oxley Road. This place is where businesses go to die. It changes hands at least two or three times a year. It's been a Burger Time sixty nine several different cafes. <laughs> the moment that message said Burger Time sixty nine, I was like, "Yep, I can exactly imagine it." I
0: know, I know the exact spot. Go- <laughs> Just it is a, it is an eternal rotation. I think between pizza burgers, cafes, and it just goes like a roundabout. No one can figure it out. Um, it's like there's a spot in Wilston that was Cafe 63 for ages. Then that shut down. Then think about how big the premises of a Cafe 63 are. Like they're generally pretty huge, right? Then <clears> a gelato store took over it and went bankrupt because no 100 people don't sit in and eat gelato for 40 minutes at a time. You walk in and out. See you later. Lick in Paddington is as big as you need an ice cream store to be. Well, yeah,
1: not to unpack Townsville, but that's not the case here. There's uh, are two... there like
0: dining ice cream stores?
1: Yeah, and people do. One of them in the middle is by so the ocean, weird. so people sit oh, on the right, table right, and right. Eat a bit their of sun. Yeah, but no, there, yeah, there's a huge uh, outdoor alfresco-style ice cream place. Um, the unPakistanis as well. Thank you so much. Yeah, so those, yeah thank uh, you, thank you, those, and Mary for those um, big messages there. Um. Tallulah says uh, Talula says that it's the home to the loosest school fate ever at Ambiwara. Now, that is what Imo, I think, just mentioned as yeah, well.
0: where people hook up.
1: Love a loose school fate. That's a bit of fun. Uh, Drew says there's a terrible driving range. Great place to go when you wake up hungover. Um, I don't know why a bad driving range would be where you'd want to go. I can't think of anywhere. Like, probably you'd it.
0: feel under no pressure to, like, oh, a yeah, yeah, driving range I probably wouldn't love hungover. It's uh, a bit Dr- corporate.
1: No, that's so true. And Drew also said, Domino's once gave me a flyer cooked into fly. one. Oh, sorry. It means a fly. God, could ever could all the Unpakistanis? I <laughs> love you to <laughs> bits. Bit. a <laughs> few typos. Yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, it's only every YouTube ad ever. Just get Grammarly. <laughs> you get a free drop. Um, also, Domino's once gave me a fly cooked into one out of three of the pizzas I called and they gave me three new ones. That's pretty nice. So there was yeah. one of the pizzas out of fly. Now, I'm gonna I'm gonna call it. I think he does mean a fly cooked into one of the pizzas, but pizza shops do give out flyers for coupons and deals. Do you reckon <laughs> there, is, is, is there a chance he means the Domino's baked a whole, fl- like marketing flyer into the pizza? Drew, Drew, if
0: you're listening, let us know, because that is a hilarious story. I'm sure it's a fly, but I really <laughs> cooked an entire flyer
1: in. It is my favorite kid's book, The Old Woman, The Old Lady Who Swallowed a Flyer.
0: <laughs> the Old Woman Who Swallowed a Brochure. And
1: then she had to she had to, borrow, she had to swallow a book so it could eat the flyer. And then she had to swallow
0: the movie adaptation to eat the book. Fun. Um, Jacob Rosenblatt says that uh, his partner swears he has the best Indian plays in Brisbane, Corinda. He tried it once and got food poisoning. So Now, um, Jacob,
1: while I'm sure being food poisoned was horrible, and as someone who's gone through it recently, I yes. can only feel sympathy isn't it great that you'll always have the upper hand when suggesting places Oh, to I
0: know. For the oh, rest honey, of your honey, life. Yeah. Oh, honey, I tried this restaurant so great. Well, last time you had a good recommendation. Yeah. I shit my Dax. I got it all spoopy, spoopy, didn't yeah. I? <laughs> I went spoopy pants and you had to clean it up. <laughs> last time I listened to you for dinner, I was spoopy. <laughs> oh, uh, but wonderful, Hen. should we talk about uh, the, the other question? We shall.
1: Does Corinda
0: fuck i mean 90 percent of what we've talked about is how much it fucks i feel
1: i think the answer's like, like a good flyer into a domino's <laughs> pizza i think this one's baked into yeah, the
0: final part. the you know even the graveyards <laughs> that are so spoopy um <laughs> you know in, in its own right that's kind of sexy seems like corinda is you know like um like the chick who wants to fuck alan rickman in love actually it's got lots of dark corners <laughs> for doing dark <laughs> deeds is uh, is my impression <laughs>
1: I can't uh, top that. She's, I agree. He's
0: never been in another movie. No, <laughs> so I think, uh...
1: and I haven't seen Alan Rickman either lately. <laughs> <laughs> What's he hiding from? <laughs> uh, uh, Corinda Fox.
0: Corinda Fox. Well, it's a city on a river, and don't you ever forget it, kid. And that's all we have time for, UnPakistanis. Thank you again for tuning in to Karinda. Let us know what suburb you want to hear. Uh, Sophia Kims, a little while ago, pointed out quite rightfully in her analysis that we've uh, had a heavy emphasis on the north side and central suburbs. So uh, particularly if you're in the east and the south, let us know. Karinda, west. So we just ticked off another one of those. And
1: also apologies to Ed, this might be a reason to come back next time, but a very interesting message we got from a fella who we will dive into asking the two of us for oh, some yes, yes. Yes. Brisbane dating advice. I wanna, so we'll, that's next time on Unpacking Brisbane.
0: Next time, because Henry and I actually want to um, come up with a really good answer. Yeah, so we will do but, that. At a time. But we'll put it out there for any un Pakistani. If you can think of great first date ideas in and around Clayfield, that's Henry and I's homework for the week. And we will be revealing our findings on next week's episode The 1974 floods. Sooks. <laughs> Sooks or not.
1: All right. Have a great week, all. We'll chat to you very soon.